This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello friends, happy Monday. I hope your weekend treated you well. Today we are catching up. I'll share with you what's going on behind the scenes as well as a preview into what to expect on the podcast this week. So grab yourself a coffee or a cup of tea and let's chat. Starting with today's rosebud and thorn. My rose today is I turned my phone off all day on Sunday and it felt like I lived three days in one. The way that time expands when we're unplugged is probably the single most relaxing feeling of my life. And I try to do this as much as possible, but I often get into these trends where I'll unplug a lot for a really long period of time and then I'll feel like I need to be on all the time and I'll kind of flip flop back and forth and I can feel an unplugged season coming up where at least on Sundays I am turning my phone off and just feeling everything that's happening in the present moment. My thorn is that I woke up today with a splitting headache, like so bad. I tried to find the source of it, but I couldn't. Like I was well hydrated, I got plenty of sleep, I wasn't stressed, I had coffee the day before, so none of the usual suspects are to blame. It's still here though, and we're just, we're pushing through, we're persevering. My bud today is I am recording a YouTube video about giving my car a makeover. Um, Honestly, it's in desperate need of some tender loving care. And today and tomorrow, I am doing a full revamp, um, deep cleaning, putting in seat covers, putting in organizers. I got essential oil diffusers to go in my car. Like everything that I think I need to fall back in love with my car again is happening this week. So I can't wait. Okay, so what's going on behind the scenes over here? On Saturday, I wrote a post on Instagram stories that I'm having a bit of a vulnerability hangover about. So, you know, I thought, let's dig even deeper into it and (laughs) expand on it here. Essentially, someone tagged me in a story and said uh, I was a gentle Enneagram genius. And I realized that that's a small thing, but it had a major motivating impact for me. I think anytime someone calls me smart in any way, it's kind of the highest possible compliment to me. I I know the trigger for type sevens is not being taken seriously. So it is really important for me in general to have my knowledge appreciated. However, I even downplay it myself, which makes it hard for people to do so. But because the comment meant so much to me, I reshared it and wrote something like, sometimes this job is weirdly lonely, but it's meant a lot but this meant a lot to me. Now, I wanted to take this feeling of giving too much, sharing too much, and just keep going by sharing even more. Um, 
let's talk about the pros and cons of being on the internet for me in this period of my life and this season of Instagram history. We'll start with the cons because I want to end on a high note. So here's what's kind of a struggle for me and what I mean when I say this job is kind of lonely. Con number one is that loneliness feeling. It's kind of an odd and specific sort of loneliness that I feel regarding the internet because you're giving out a ton of yourself and your thoughts and you're getting immediate feedback, but it's not really feedback. This feedback is limited by its very nature. It's a sliver of you and a sliver of your information that you're being either critiqued or celebrated for. It's more feedback than we could possibly be evolutionarily prepared for. And it's a lot of export without a lot of real connection. You share and share and you get feedback, but that feedback is inherently insufficient because you aren't getting true connection with human beings. However, there is so much export that it makes you too tired to pour any more into many human beings. So you may feel like you don't want to socialize because you're constantly, quote unquote, being social, but also you aren't getting the benefits of community or socialization from online interactions. So yeah, it's a little bit lonely, but I don't really have time for more friends. Like I could go pursue my friends, but to like decrease that sense of loneliness, But again, the energy and the time don't necessarily line up for me to want to do that. Con number two, on Instagram, you rarely get to explain yourself. So you put up these small graphics and you hope that people can draw the necessary conclusions to know that you have a large foundation of context that you are creating these small graphics with. But to explain that in a way that everyone will see it isn't exactly possible, at least not with the amount of time you have in a day. Like I can't respond to every single negative comment with a thorough response based off of evidence and experience and my credentials. So I just kind of have to let people misunderstand me, which is real weird. Except for you guys on the podcast, I get to explain myself here and um, I'm grateful for you. Con number three is being on my phone is probably my number one stressor. Like having time off of it is so life-giving and energizing and stress-relieving. And it can feel like I'm not supposed to want to or to take that time because this should be more than just a nine-to-five job. It should be my living, breathing passion. And a lot of times it is, and sometimes it's not. And my growth work has been still showing up even when it's just a job for me and doing as good of a job as I do when the passion is ignited, which is hard as a seven. We like to follow our interests. We like to follow the zeal and the excitement and the new and the novel. And sometimes that's a challenge, but also, I think it's really healthy for me to treat this like my nine to five job. I heard someone say recently for artists and artistic types and creatives, when you think about your job, kind of think about it as your benefactor, like the person who's paying you to create your art. And that's a really fun way for me to think about it. It allows me to do the more mundane tasks that I have to get done. Con number four, Cancel culture is weird, y'all, and scary. And we're expected to be all of the things to all of the people. But also, I'm kind of just a human trying my best to do as little harm as possible. And watching people that I know be canceled is really disorienting because 
I know who they are and what they stand for, but I see mobs of people attached to misunderstanding them and not giving them room to defend themselves or to even apologize. So I've kind of had to come to realize that accountability is not the same as cancel culture and accountability for those in power is important and often ignored by others in power. And that's why we do these things online. Now, the tricky thing is when we're triggered, myself included, and respond from that place of being hurt and we want the internet to make us feel good all the time, that's not really the job of random creators or strangers. Of course, I will fight for the rights of everyone forever and always, and I will continue to remain open to learning how to do as little harm as possible. But also, I'm learning to not fear making mistakes or being too out there for fear of making someone angry at me. Con number five and my last negative one, the algorithm is just not very friendly right now. If you don't know what the algorithm is, it's essentially the way Instagram decides who sees your content. And the Instagram algorithm is a, is a mess at the moment. All of my friends are in the same boat. Um, it's just not great. It's not showing our stuff. People aren't even seeing the work that we're working so hard on. Beyond that, I changed my name on Instagram last year, which created a bit of confusion. So it's kind of demotivating to be online and watch this content doesn't perform as well as it used to, or that half of the amount of people are even seeing what I share. And you work really hard on this stuff for no one to really even see it, which is the entire point, it can feel pretty demotivating. I also don't monetize my Instagram very often, so it doesn't even really, it, although it is my job, it can get, I can get kind of disassociated from that as a concept because my main income sources are my books and the podcast, which Instagram supports, but it doesn't pay me directly as often. Okay, okay, let's get into the pros. Pro number one, I freaking love this job. I love talking about human nature and sharing with you. I think the podcast is my favorite thing that I do at the moment, but Instagram too, I, I just love sharing, especially my writing with you and watching it actually impact your life. Like that is the coolest feeling in the world. We'll never get old. Pro number two, there is some real connection that happens online. Like I've made friends on Instagram that I love in real life. I had a woman DM me this morning after hearing my story of my dad passing away and she'd lost a family member in the same way. And I teared up just feeling so much less alone in the world because this stranger pulled their car over and took the time to send me a message. Pro number three, I want to write books and I want to podcast and doing these things with the internet as an asset is such a gift that I will never take for granted. We have it so much better than the people who came before us. So thank you, thank you, thank you to the internet for that. Pro number four, this sounds cheesy, but you all, when I am able to pause and remember the individuals behind the statistics, I am in complete awe and wonder. I can't believe that so many of you are here doing this journey with me. It makes me feel like all of the work is worth doing and that the world is even smaller than I think. That being said, please say hi if you see me in public. I get messages all the time of people saying, I saw you at Target today but didn't want to bother you. But honestly, I want to meet you. 
I want to hug you if you're comfortable with that. I'll probably say something awkward to you, but that's okay. It takes this like online world and makes it real when you do that. And it is the greatest thing in the world, honestly. It reminds me of like why I'm doing this, who I'm even talking to, you know? So we'll move on from that. Here's what I'm working on this week. I'm filming a video about the glow up of my car, which should be live on Wednesday after this one, this podcast goes up. I'm finalizing May interviews for the podcast, and I'm finalizing my merch store, which is technically launched on Instagram already by the time you're listening to this, but I need to fix the way it's laid out because you can kind of only see types one and two. It's confusing, so I need to go fix it. Life updates. I started anxiety medicine last week. It says it takes about four weeks to really notice a difference and two weeks for the side effects to go away. Right now, the side effects are pretty intense. Lots of wooziness and dizziness, especially in the morning. Uh, it's about like a two hour time frame after I take the medicine until I feel better, which means my morning routine is like not a high priority at the moment. I'm just kind of letting myself take the medicine, ride out the feelings in the morning. And then I kind of, I get more normal as the day goes on. Also, it's spring here, which means I am coming to life. I haven't been this thrilled in a really long time. I'm in awe every single morning and every afternoon trying to spend as much time outside or with the windows open as physically possible. I had to close my windows to record this podcast and I considered just living them open and taking the risk, but I didn't because that would have been annoying for y'all, but that's how attached I am to just this beautiful weather and this beautiful time. Finally, my husband and I are planning a trip to Philadelphia the week after you listen to this. So if you have Philadelphia recommendations, please do not hesitate to share them with me, especially on Instagram at Sarah Jane Case, um, because I am in deep planning mode and I want your tips. Now, what I'm reading this week, I just finished Anne of Green Gables this morning and it was such a great companion to me. It felt like spring in a book. If you are an Enneagram 4, especially an Enneagram 4 who struggles with believing that they are inherently bad or wrong, please read this book if you haven't already, or reread it if the last time you read it you were a kid. Watching the dynamics between the adults and Anne looking through the lens of the Enneagram was absolutely fascinating and gave me so much compassion for my sweet type 4 husband who is just so, so good. And today I'm starting the book, The Body Keeps the Score. It's a book that so many of my dear friends love and reference, and I've just always meant to pick it up. I know a decent amount of what's in it already, but I want to read it for myself. So I finally got it, and I'm looking forward to getting into it. I'm sure it's going to bring up a lot for us to discuss next week, so stay tuned for that. And watching, we just finished the new Amy Schumer show on Hulu. Um, To be honest, I'm not usually the biggest fan of her work. It's traditionally been like a parody of fatness that I found pretty offensive. Um, But this was great, honestly. Like, it was lovely. My husband and I watched it together and we laughed and we cried and we just thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, My small joy from this week, I made my first pound cake yesterday. There's a recipe in the pack of the Anne of Green Gables book that um, I used, and I just randomly decided to make it while I was off of my phone on Sunday. It turned out pretty good, and we ate it with strawberries and cream, and it was thrilling. 
I even put eggs and butter on the counter and waited an hour for them to become room temperature, which felt like a superhuman behavior <laughs> for my impatient seven self. It was, you know, just thrilling stuff, guys. So what's coming up for content this week? On the podcast, we are continuing our series on parenting. Type eight on Tuesday, nine on Thursday. And on Friday, we have an interview with the amazing host of the podcast, Enneagram for the Culture. And this podcast was so much fun. They're just so fun to hang out with. And it was super informative. And finally, Q&A is this Wednesday, is discussing the nature of inner critics and what to do with them. And a friendly reminder that if you enjoy these behind the scenes episodes and aren't subscribed to the YouTube channel, you might be interested in that. I publish a vlog every single Wednesday and I'll link the channel for you in the show notes. As always, it's an absolute joy to share that stay in touch with you this way and I'll see you tomorrow for the next episode. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.